Hello and welcome. This is Stephen Ward. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now there's a transitional living unit up in Sligo in the place called Tonnefogel run by ABI together with the HSE. This is a fantastic resource. It's a small, compact, well-run house where the patients take part in the daily activities of the running of the household. The goal here is to facilitate the movement through the system from the acute setting back to the independent living in a household setting, i.e. when you're back at home. I'm grateful to this facility because it did reintroduce me back to interaction with the out and about with the community, shopping and going for a coffee and so on and so forth. I really loved it there. During my time, it was suggested to me that there is a meeting, a peer support group that meets on a Thursday morning. Would you be interested in coming along? It's about mindfulness as well as the peer support. I said, mindfulness doesn't really ring a bell with me, but why not? I'll come along and give it a go. And boy, am I so glad I did. Well, it was a lovely session. The typical peer support, you know, a circle of chairs where Everybody introduces themselves and so on and so forth. But before that, the facilitator led us through a guided meditation to set the scene. It was a very positive event or engagement, I must say, and really enjoyed. After that, we had an open round of discussion and a slice of pizza. Lovely morning out, I must say. I was so impressed that the first thing I did when I got back to the unit was to get on the laptop and Google the word mindfulness. And thus I started to read up about it. The following weekend I was lucky enough to discover on Spotify Oprah Winfrey's podcast Super Soul, which is free on this platform, and I highly recommend it. There's a lot of hours of episodes here, and through trawling through them I discovered who the main players in mindfulness were. Um, Deepak Chopra might ring a bell or Sadhguru as well as Eckhart Tolle. Anyway, there's a lot of teaching and and, uh, material available from these guys online, either YouTube, Spotify or in the written world via Amazon and co. So I really got delved into this. Lucky enough, the pandemic, well, it wasn't luck, but unfortunately the pandemic arrived, which gave me a lot of time to to work on my own mental health and my own um, mindfulness issues. So I was very grateful to have a platform from which to build further. Outlook and recovery up. I did recall success in the area of mindfulness, if you like. Whilst in Dunleary, I would, as I was going to sleep in the evening and, and filing away the events of the day in my mind, I would start to visualize myself walking. This visualization would go on and on and on until I drifted off to sleep, and I'm sure the brain worked on visualizing me myself walking during the whole night. 
The result being that the next morning in the physiotherapy sessions, I was like a greyhound out of hatch for I was full of vigor and energy and ready to go. That's the visualization carrying on from the lucidness of falling asleep, working all night and then went into action the next day. Isn't the mind a fantastic resource that we have? I will talk or speak further about this in later podcasts or maybe in this one. Well, I could talk also about uh, not, something that comes a lot, up a lot in the world of spiritualist world or in mindfulness world is the word karma or karmatic. Karma, we, you reap what you sow. Um, it cannot be uh, it cannot be filed away in any system that there's a, such something such as karmatic revenge. You don't acquire a brain injury because you wished someone else a brain injury or you caused someone else a brain injury. That's not what works. That's not how karma works. Karma is not a system of that. Of rather, though, it's how you are to people. People will be to you. If you're kind to people, you will receive kindness back. If you're generous to people, you will receive generosity back. That's the, the teach, main karmatic teaching. Anyway, I'm not a teacher. I just want to explain that the reason you acquire a brain injury or have a stroke has nothing to do with the fact that you cause someone else a brain injury or a stroke because karma doesn't go around dishing out revenge is it not a fundamental Christian teaching? Do unto others as you wish, or treat others the way you wish to be treated yourself. I'm sorry, I don't get the quote quite right at this present moment, but you got my, you get my gist. Suppose it was love your neighbor as yourself was the gist. I just, I've no time to Google that during this recording session. Anyways, I wouldn't struggle with the brain injury. It's all about the law of least effort. You don't have to struggle with it. Just be. Just be. By accepting the situation as it is and not struggling against it, we're not struggling against the universe. We have to understand everything is as the universe or God wants to be and that is the way it should be we can't struggle against it these are basic teachings which i've taken on board and believe we say the will of god if if god if that's what god wants if he gives you a cross to bear then bear it in practicing this total acceptance of the situation one thing is not to point the finger do not blame anybody especially yourself. In short, I would say mindfulness is like a superpower which we all process, which we often forget to tap in. It's about being present and engaged in the moment without judgment. Think of this as a mental state during which we pay deliberate attention to our thoughts, feelings, bodily sensations, surroundings, and environment. Even the food in your mouth, taste, senses, you know what I'm saying? Mindfulness is not about shutting out the world. It's about accepting your thoughts and feelings rather than reacting to various situations and events. Mindfulness is not 
reserved for meditation only. It can be practiced in all everyday events. Eating, walking, even when you're having a chat, mindfulness will help you uh, to cultivate a greater sense of clarity, resilience and sympathy, not just for yourselves, but for those in your life. Ultimately, I'd say mindfulness is not a destination, it's a journey basically a way of living which enhances our well-being and I'm so glad that waking and first thought in the morning last thought in the evening for me is a mindful thought first of all grateful for the day that I've just enjoyed and grateful for the chance to experience a further day after a good night's sleep if you know what I mean a lot of the teaching is about observing breath and thoughts and so on and so forth. I'd leave that up to you. Everybody finds their own little hammock or area where they can get comfortable with mindfulness. Thanks for listening.